Stick around until the end of the podcast for news about a new live show. This episode of the Beef and Dairy Network podcast is brought to you by Beef Encounters, the only beef industry-specific dating app that hasn't been entirely hijacked by perverts. We're so sure our app works that if after a month you haven't found a partner, or at least someone who doesn't deny knowing you in public, we'll refund your payment in full. And for this month only, new subscribers can claim a 10% discount if they use the code I'm alone. Beef Encounters. Because if they don't love beef, how can they love you? Hello, and welcome to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, the number one podcast for those involved, or just interested, in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the podcast companion to the Beef and Dairy Network website and a printed magazine. And this month, it's a special episode, all courtesy of our partners at Beef Encounters, the leading beef and dairy industry-only dating app. Historically, young singletons in the beef and dairy industries would meet at industry-focused events, such as the Young Farmers Union Coming of Age Swimming Gala, the November Meat Harvest Disco, the Whitson Hog Ball, or in more traditional parts of the country, the Pentecost wife auctions. Or sometimes it was a more simple affair, two pairs of young eyes meeting across a busy milking dairy, birthing barn or insemination parlour. However, in today's more atomized and individualistic world of Netflix, Amazon deliveries, ready meals for one and hot and cold pornography on tap, the old ways have begun to falter. After hearing about the struggles to find love faced by those in our industry, we here at The Network partnered with tech company Data Harvest to create Beef Encounters, and this month, the app celebrates its third birthday. The app has come on a lot in three years, and we're always responding to your feedback. For example, as of this month, your Beef Encounters profile no longer displays your home address or details of the valuable jewellery you keep on your property. And since 2017, users can no longer pay a premium to gain access to your intimate photographs vault. Earlier this week, I was joined by a couple who met using the app. Hello, I'm Tessa and I am a milkmaid. I am Bob Triskovic and I am a specialist bovine arse vet. Great, well thank you uh, both for coming in. Now obviously, you're obviously loved up. Look at the two of you. Um, <laughs> oh, can you tell? Yeah, you, oh. your hands are all over each other. <laughs> to the degree where it's a little bit uncomfortable for me. Sure, sure. It's hard for us to contain it. It so, is yeah. an exciting time. Yeah. And you've yeah. not been together that long. No, no, not long. Not, not Well, it depends on the scale of things, but longer than Harry and Meghan. It has been whirlwind, as they say. Whirlwind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. you, have, you have been... Um, Compared to Harry and Meghan, oh. being people calling you the Harry and Meghan of the, the beef and dairy world, how does that feel? Well, I mean, wonderful. They are an inspiration to us. And, and we've been an inspiration to the beef and dairy yes, industry, I yeah. think. You know, um, yeah. there's a lot of uh, a lot of lovelorn folk out in the industry at the moment who uh, yeah. you know, worry, worry about matching up. And, uh, and our story, I think, is reassuring for them. Okay, so the reason you're on the show is you've got a, a big bit of news to share. Um <laughs> And I don't know which one of you is going to do the oh, honours, but... Come on, Bob. Well, uh, we are going to get married. It's <laughs> <laughs> very, very exciting Which is why indeed. we really are the Harry and Meghan of the beef and dairy world. Yeah, we are the, I believe, your first ever Beef Encounters 
married couple. That's right. You, to be. you are the first, <laughs> as far as we know, anyway, you're the first couple yeah. that's met on Beef Encounters yes. and is getting married. And So thank you for setting up Beef Encounters in the first yeah, place, thank right? you because so I don't much. know where we'd be without that. Well, we wouldn't be here you're, today, you're would we? You're Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> our beefy Cupid. We'll talk about the wedding uh, more in a little while. I, I wanted first really to talk to you about how Beef Encounters changed your life and, and kind of how your life was before you found Beef yes. Encounters and... and and what your love life was like then. And, and I, I have the sense that, Tessie, you found it quite hard. It's very hard. I mean, it's hard being a, you know, a modern woman in 2018. But adding to that, that you do an ancient craft of milkmaiding, it, it's quite tricky to marry that juxtaposition in a way, um, because you're working in a very old-fashioned way, but living in a very fast-paced... I mean, I have Wi-Fi, so, you know, it's really tricky. Um, and I found it... It was very... Until I met Bob... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it was it was pretty sad and lonely, you know. I was so just um, to explain uh, to the listeners. You you call yourself a milkmaid? Yes, but, I'm a milkmaid. And obviously, we have an idea of what a milkmaid is in our head. That's yes. quite kind of uh, stereotypical. The kind of uh, yes. The, 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 the pinny, the little stool. Well, that's right. That is that, you know, to be a proper milkmaid, you can't walk around with wellies on. You so know. you're not using the hydraulic suckers? You're No, no, I am a milkmaid. So it's all very organic and, yeah, you know, I use my hands, basically. Why is it that you ended up as a milkmaid, do you think? I, it's just I was very good at it at school and my careers advisor at the time just said, Tessa, I could tell you to be a lawyer. You should be a milkmaid. I mean, from here I can see those hands are... Yes, they're very gnarled. Made, they? yes. made for milking. Yeah, they are literally made for, made for being a milkmaid. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm covered. I would say 90% of my hand is just sort of toughened skin. Yeah. Uh, and you do pick up, obviously, diseases from the from Yes, the but it's hard to well. tell the difference between the callus parts and the, callus, and the pox. Yeah. Yes, I'm proud of that. You know, I don't wear gloves. A lot of milkmaids, it's quite a lot of shame, actually, in industry, and they will wear a glove. Um, sometimes they paint their own hand on the glove, so they, you know, people don't realise. But I proudly wear my poxed callus hands because I am a milkmaid. But it's very difficult to, you know, bring that up on a dating situation. You can imagine, you know. Do you think men look at your hands when you're on a date? Yeah, I think it's one of the first things. I, I know men don't like to admit it. Bob won't admit it. But <laughs> it's the first thing men check out. Of course it is. Your hands. Of course it is. Bob, you met up with Tessa and yeah. saw those hands. What were your first thoughts when you saw those? Well, hands? the hands were pivotal. I mean, when we <clears throat> when I first saw her on Beef Encounters, I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd been cowfished before on other yes. dating websites. And when I saw her picture, I thought, okay, here we go again. So I actually asked her uh, to send me a photograph of her hands. And as soon as I saw the red raw palms and the calluses, and there was a, you had quite an acute uh, sort of a teat yeast infection yes, under the, the, in the, the, the right thumbnail and the webbing. And yeah, yeah, then I knew, okay, we're dealing with the real deal here. Um, yeah, but you obviously, Bob. Were, it seems like you were looking for someone with those attributes. Do yeah. you think that your average man on the street, someone outside of the industry, would have the same feelings about your hands, Tessa? What, what has happened in the past when people have seen your hands? Um, it's quite upsetting to talk about it, but some men have been, yeah, very, very, very rude, very harsh, very judgmental. And you know, we live in this social media age where everyone wants Instagram-friendly hands. And, you know, you want that shot of you holding hands. And a lot of men would reject it immediately. It's fear of the unknown as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. What It's not just the hand, but what what what, what does the hand lead to? What's up what the arm? What else is there? What's, yeah. you know, under the pinny? Mm. And I'm, Beneath yeah, the pit. Yeah, they were very, it was very difficult until I met, I mean, Bob's the least judgmental person I've ever met. He's literally, he's 
he's a Jesus figure, you know, he doesn't judge, he turns over tables, he's that kind of man. Well, you spend your 10,000 hours up against a cow's ass, then you, yeah. you learn a bit of humility, sure. Mm. So, Bob, I mean, same question to you. Mm. Before you found uh, Tessa and, and Beef Encounters, yeah. what was the dating world like for an arse vet? Well, it's impossible, to be honest. It's impossible throughout the industry, I think. And I think people should be seeking love within the industry because people don't understand the level of, uh, of commitment we have. Um, I mean, I, so I'm a bovine arse vet um, or, you know, in, in, in you know, layman's terms, a cow arse vet. Uh, so I'm day-to-day, I'm dealing with bovine anal uh, hemorrhoids, fissures, cysts. Um, you know, I do have a private weeping, practice where I do, yes, weeping, weeping and uh, there's a, I do a little bit of uh, arse jazzling these days, you know, this sort of cosmetic. Mm. Like, the cosmetic end of the industry. Yeah, like this kind of um, uh, tail razor festival, things like that, people getting involved in that kind of stuff. Um, I'm a specialist, world specialist in the imperfect anus. Uh, sometimes a calf is born without an anus and then I'm choppered in uh, to fashion a new one. Uh, so it's exciting work for me, and it's what I live and breathe, is what I think about. But as I've been told in the past, you know, by a previous wife, you know, my job is disgusting if you're not within the industry. It's shocking. Sorry, sort of it still makes use. me so yeah. angry that, that she is still out there alive. Mm. Sorry. Thank well, you've you, got a number of, of ex-wives, I, I believe, Bob. I do, and I, uh, wives one, two, four, and six all forbade me from talking about work. And so immediately, you know, I, I acquiesced to that, and then it was just silence, silence who, in the house. Who are you? That's I've a got huge, nothing else to say. It's you know, a huge it's one part of who about, you are. Yeah, of course. So when you first met Tessa, yeah, well, on your first date, which we'll talk about in, in a moment, and she asked you what you did, yeah, were you forthcoming? Of course, of course, because beef encounters. I, I mean, I knew. I was dealing with an insider. You know, I, I haven't lived her life. She hasn't lived mine, but she will have seen us vets day to day. She'll be comfortable around them. I'm comfortable around milkmaids. I've needed them to help me at times. You know, um, we speak each other's language. It's so important. I, I think sometimes people can feel it's quite um, cliquey. And I can understand that from the outside. But because what we do is so difficult to describe sometimes, that it's so wonderful to have someone who just understands. Like, you don't know. When I say, oh, you know, the teat was doing this, Bob isn't confused. And when Bob says, oh, you know, this ass was unbelievable and it was it was so large that I, I was almost up it. I'm not confused. I'm just, I get it. It's like a part of your relationship you don't have to fight. It's just an ease immediately. And that's thanks to Beef Encounters. And and going back to what you said about your previous wives, Bob, and saying yeah. that they actually forbade you from talking about yeah. being an arse vet. Let's imagine then you, you went to a wedding with your, with your ex-wife yeah. back when you were married and you'd be introduced to people you hadn't met before. And they said, oh, what do you do? What would you have to say? If I was with my wife, if it, was, if it was someone I didn't know, if it was from her side, for example, in, in the past, I would have to just say I'm, I, was a, I was a vet and hope that they weren't interested in that and that we could you know, move on to other topics, you know, what's going on in the news. I mean, again, I, but again, I have no chat for that, you know, and if they, if they delve any closer, then I mean, I, I've got to admit I'm passionate, I get excited. So if someone's pressing me on, okay, what kind of vet, what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on a cow's anus, you know, within a few, a few short breaths. You know, and I'm going to be taking them on a journey up that cow's ass to the secrets beyond because I think it's amazing. I think people, you know, sometimes people are interested, but then, of course, you know, with some of these ex-wives, they would uh, they would shut it down and it would become a very stilted affair. And, and now you're able to be yourself and it's a wonderful thing yeah. to see. And and same for you, Tessa. Yes, exactly. Um, you're not wearing any gloves today. No, no, I don't. I, as I said, there's a lot of um, maids, MMs in the business that are pro-glove, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a lady in 2018. I'm... I'm 
this is who I am. Well, the skin on your hands is so thick now, isn't yeah, it? I can't you don't get even it. feel yeah. the cold, you know, on a you know, no. like snow recently. I don't use oven fine. gloves as well. I just, mm. I can just literally pick the tray up. I, I roast chicken on Sunday, didn't I, Bob? Was Do you remember? Extraordinary, wasn't just it? Just pick the whole thing up. Yeah. Are there any um, bovine arse situations in which, in which a, a claw like hand like that would be helpful? Oh, certainly. Well, because yeah, it's not it just. helped you. A couple yeah, of times. you're able to. She's able to shape it into quite a fine taper, despite the thickness and the 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 brawn at the top end of your arm because a lot of milkmaiding use the yeah. top end don't you the shoulder joints and it's so because obviously I, i've got the yoke mm. so i'm carrying those two wooden buckets and, and they leak milk i mean so, it's, it's so i should change the plastic but i just can't i'm yeah. a milkmaid and so yeah i've I've got a lot of top arm strength um, and the, the, i think mainly though it's because we work so well as a team mm. so you know bob will say to me you know grab the sphincter and I'm I'm not panicking I'm not disgusted no she's fine jam that arm in there you know we yeah. just stop the weeping Absolutely. while I go and get some more kit from the van you know and I've I've been known to, to hold a sphincter and carry on milking mm. because I've got two two arms I can do both <laughs> women multitaskers <laughs> <laughs> before we get back to our interview we know that many of you listening don't have access to a smartphone or even a personal computer especially those of you who receive this podcast as a monthly cassette. However, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to find love. We've launched a cassette-based strand to the Beef Encounters dating service, Beef Encounters Rewind, where would-be paramours can ring our answer phone and leave a message that will be distributed by cassette to members across the world. Our first message was left by Beef Encounters Rewind member Mayrig, a farmer from Wales. Hello, my name is Mayrig. Uh, farmer, I'm uh, well looking for love. I, I've got about two hundred of two hundred and fifty hundred cows, and I would say I I am looking for a, a woman to ha- have a physical side with. I'm sixty nine, but it, it's very much a part of the of the relationship, the physical side. So I, I would like uh, the woman to be. Strong, physically strong, mentally robust, skin not not bothered as long as as long as she's got plenty of it. I suppose skin all over the body, hair in the in the right in the in the correct places that you'd expect. Hands, I suppose, important because I, I think hand, hands are the window to the soul, and they teeth are a bonus. I've got um, most of my teeth, but I drink so much milk, see? I drink so much milk. <laughs> I keep a clean farm, so she sees the farm and likes it, and then uh, likes me as well. And, uh, well, I'd be happy there. Oh, I'd be happy there. You know, if she, she, she pitches in, she gets stuck in. There's a truck in there. watching a woman work, like, lifting. I like watching women lift. about when you first saw each other on uh. the app, when you first joined the app. <laughs> what was it like first for you, Tessa? Uh, when did, do you remember coming across Bob yes, on the app? Yes, I can't forget it. Um, well, I've been on um, Beef Encounters for some time and, you know, I've met some, you know, they're, they're listening. I've met some lovely men, but nobody special. And Bob's face came up and, you know, he he's an honest man. And in that profile picture was him and the cow right next to the, the cow's ass, And it just got me straight away. I just thought, wow, who's this, you know? And he's an incredibly 
handsome man. I mean, it has to be said, it's not that I think has been some of the problems with his past wives is that he's very, very, he's extraordinarily attractive. I do turn heads. Yeah, he really does. And that can, I think that's why women have been Mm. drawn to Bob. And then, of course, the work has been the conflict. Whereas, you know, I'd be attracted to Bob without that face. I almost love his job as much as him. I mean, he's, you are shockingly attractive for a Mm. man who deals in what you do. Yeah, very yeah. unusual. Very unusual in the beef industry. Yeah, um, pestered quite a lot. Which is, he was one of the most... Po- I mean, all the girls knew about Bob on, on Beef Encounters. It got around very quickly. And and so, Bob, you must have had the, the pick of the ladies by the sounds of things. What was it that drew you to Tessa? Well, I well, I, that's why I deliberately chose a photograph with a cow's ass for contrast there. To, and that, that did... Was that ass jazzled? That, it wasn't jazzled, no. Far from it. In fact, um, there was a sort a of a Seborrheic mm. um, dermoid cyst. And uh, so that whittled down some of the the traffic I would have got otherwise, I think. Um, and we were matched pretty quickly, weren't we? Yeah. I mean, there's only very few matching data points on the app. Yes, really, you know, yeah. do, do you like beef um, and so on? You know, what's your favorite kind of beef? And, you know, if your favorite kind of beef is, do they match up when then that sort of beef um, algorithm that you've got? And um, It's very good. It does, yeah, and it does help consistent. to whittle out some of the, you know, I've, you know, time wasters. Yeah, exactly. That, and as a milkmaid, you get that a lot. People who have something smutty in their heads and, and don't realise you're a person. You know, you're not. It's a lot of prejudice, isn't yeah. there, around uh, yeah. a lot of preconceptions around what what it is to be a milkmaid. Yeah, and you know, they want you to wear the yoke at home, and it's mm. ridiculous. It's 2018. Of course, I can't get that amount of wood through a door. I, I mean, I could turn around, but it's it's huge. The yoke is huge. And again, the buckets leak. I can't, you know, and again, or they want you to wear the pinny in yeah. bed. You know, some people are disgusting. Because so. obviously that yoke is, a, is a, you're wearing it now. It's a physical yes. oak, yes. oaken yoke yeah, mm. that is very heavy. But also it feels like to me you're saying that there is a spiritual kind of yoke that you're having to bear, which is mm. other people's expectations of what a milkmaid is. And yes. is it right to say that people think of milkmaids as being quite sexually available? Yeah, it is. And I. Where's that come from, do you think? I don't know. And I find it it's shocking. You know, it's 2018. Just because I'm wearing, you know, a, a gathered neckline and it looks a bit like a German barmaid, I'm not. I'm a professional milkmaid. It's different. There is a kind of retro appeal to a milkmaid. Yes. And I'm sorry yeah. to. No, it's a vintage thing, which is obviously yeah. very popular. And yeah. yeah, you know, people want to go back to that time of the 1800s where women were yoked and they just bought you milk. It's very comforting. And do they want you to do the voice? The kind of old style Wessex milkmaid. Yeah, you do get some of that, definitely. I think it's harder for the people in Wessex. You yeah. Know, the girls there really suffer because that's how they talk. And then, of course, people are ringing up the dairy saying, Oh, can I speak to Sally? And then Sally comes on the phone and says, Oh, hello, Sally. And you can hit, you can hear what they're doing. You know what they're doing. So now, to be, you know, and this is very hard, but the men answer the phone at the dairies in Wessex because they know, they know they want the maids to speak to them. Wow. Mm. Bob, how does that make you feel? You know, you're going to be the husband of a, of a milkmaid. Did you feel any prejudice coming from your family or your side of things? Oh, no, because I, I've lived in this world for years. So I know, you know, I know the truth of a milkmaid and it's... Uh, I mean, I it's not it's not been my struggle, you know. So, mm. you know, I, I, I like to think of myself as being woke about the yoke, but I can never fully have insight about you know, what Tess has been through. But, but I'm, that's I'm why trying. Bob's amazing, because he's listening to me, and that's really important. Mm. We were sick of hearing stories of eligible singles in our industry struggling to find love. That's why we started Beef Encounters, 
the only beef industry-specific dating app that hasn't been entirely hijacked by perverts. We're so sure our app works that if after a month you haven't found a partner, or at least eaten a disappointing Italian meal and drunkenly kissed someone before puking your hot guts onto their shoes, we'll refund your payment in full. And for this month only, new subscribers can claim a free course of Mitchell's Attract Plus Bovine Pheromone Injections if they use the code JASMYCHEMISTRY. Beef Encounters. Because if they don't love beef, how can they love you? Now, obviously, you found love through the site, mm. um, but there has <laughs> been some you. criticism from the kind of the columnists, the newspaper columnists, mm. who look at beef encounters and say it's just a kind of morally lax last days of Rome kind of online saloon bar where mm. oversexed low lives get their kicks. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, there, there, there are dating apps like that, as we all know. There's you yes, know you've got certainly. rump roast and you've meat grinder, got, uh, meat grinder, tongue yeah. soup. You know, but that that's that's why Beef Encounters is so special because it isn't you know that, Milky that's girls yeah, another it's one. catered for it's yeah. catered for and this this is for genuine people looking for long term companionship love. Um, yeah, I think the prejudice against Beef Encounters is is often um, ignorance. You know that if you go on to Milky Girls or Meat Grinder, you know what you're going for, and Bob has certainly done that in his time, mm, and that's mm. fine. But when he came to Beef Encounters, he was looking for something more a serious. Different point of my life. Yeah, exactly. It's jealousy as well, I think, because yes, they're outside so the industry, much. and you know, the, you know, if, you, if you're writing for Chicken Wrangler Monthly or something, then you you can't log in to Beef Encounters. You and know. Well, they try, and then oh, you see the profile pictures with the chickens oh, in the background. <laughs> They can't. They Photoshop them out. Is yeah. my, I think. Why are they there? Chicken dressed as a tiny cow yes. to make it look as if it's. I mean, it's ridiculous. Immediately, I'm like, yeah, I know who on. you are. You yeah. know, uh, the wheat farmers are the worst. They will. They turn up on the app. Oh, they. I mean, the girls talk about it all the time. The wheat farmers who will pretend that they work in the beef industry, mm. and then as soon as you're on a date and you ask them any questions, it's like, um, uh, well, let me tell you about some wheat, and you just know straight away what they're up it's all to. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Marcus, is, yeah, he knows. I mean, I, I should add, um, I have spoken to the, the guys who make beef encounters and they have they ha- they are doing what they can to try and filter out these people. Mm. Yes. There are good algorithms. Mm. Um, it's, a good, it's not their fault. People lie. People lie and they cheat. Well, the app worked for you guys. You yeah. met. Yes. Tell us about your first date. Oh, that was lovely, <gasps> oh, Bob, wasn't it? We... Um, he was a true gentleman. We, uh, well, that was easy. Normally, first dates, it's a panic. What do I do? I don't know anything about this person. Do I think for dinner, theatre, all that stuff that I'm not really interested in? Um, so we just, we went on a beef walk, you know. And yeah. uh, it's I know it's not your site. I'm sure you don't mind me saying, you know, beefwalks.com is fantastic. Maybe you've used it. I don't know. And, that you know, they've got, you know, maps of, you know, pretty much every town and city in the country. We went to Andover, did we? We did yes. their beef walk there, you know, where there's. Rice um, slip there was a quite a good one. Which there is a expect. good one. And we, we've used it a lot since, you know, there's the, yeah. there's the Air Museum where there's an old photograph of like a, a, a tiger moth crashing into a, a into cow. Into a cow, yes. Um, Sir Arthur Mandeville, who lived it as, as a cow for a year in the oh, 17th century. Oh, well, I couldn't get Bob out of the gift shop. Yeah. We have got um, a full outfit of Arthur Mandeville that Bob yeah. likes to wear. He's a big fan. So it was just easy. It was just a, st- a yeah. common ground starting point. And then we just, we just hit it off. We just hit it off straight away. And then it was nights in with box sets, just, yeah. you know. Yeah, We But obsessed with Bankside. Oh, man, Obsessed. Oh, and you know when it loads up the next episode, and I say, Bob, we've got to go. We've got to get up Mm. at five. We would watch the whole thing. I love... We've seen them all countless times, haven't we? Yeah, we just re-watched it again, didn't we? And your your relationship seemed to move quite quickly. Mm. I moved in with Bob um, after, I think it was 10 days. Yeah. Yeah, it was very fast. It was, but we just knew. We just knew. 
And well, it's a step up, wasn't it, from a sort of mezzanine sort of loft in a in a barn. Yes, I yes, yes. I'm and, you know, I'm a milkmaid. I love sleep, I love sleeping in hay. Of course yeah. I do, but yes, obviously with the air pollution and the weevils. Do you know in yeah. an actual uh, sort of structure? Mm. Yes, I'm in a structure which I have to Is say Is it weird not living in a barn? Well, you know, I was born in a barn, so I do I'm always even the doors open which drives Bob mad, but <laughs> you know, I literally was born in a barn. Um it's nice actually. It's nice and we just we just I I don't know, as soon as I moved in and he cooked me my first beef beef bourguignon and it's just you know when you just know something's right and and I have to say you know a lot of people are embarrassed to say it but we are joint partners in all senses of the world like it's soulmates like sexually mm. and we share the same food taste and literature mm. and it was incredible to find someone you could speak to on all those levels and Bob is in I mean I can't tell you how good he is in bed mm. yeah that's I true. can't I can't say it um, yeah, I've been described as exploratory in the past. It's just, there's not the words, Bob. Um, that, that doesn't do it justice. Do you think being an arsefet helps with that? I think it gives you a certain degree of grit. I think that's what it is. I think that um, when you have the develop the grit that it takes to be an outstanding arsefet, then you have the grit to, to explore areas of your sexuality that most people would find repulsive. And actually, in those dark areas, mm. that's where you find the, the exquisite joy. He is a giver. Yeah, you know he understands a woman's body, and I think that that's because he's worked with cows. Yeah, and and you know obviously you know uh, working so closely with uh, with assholes is um, you know, the thir- first thing you really need to learn is that the asshole is is a part of the whole body. You yeah. know, if you view it purely as an asshole, you're going to be doing some very rudimentary stuff with it. But uh, once you realise it's attached, you know, to the mind and body, you know. Um, this there's, there's a spiritual element to being an arse doctor. It's all one. It's all it's one and the same. One. And it's, it's the same with um, with Tessa. Oh, thank you. Mm. More after this. Are you hiring? Posting your position to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter has revolutionized hiring. Their technology finds great candidates for you. It learns what you're looking for, it identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply for your job. Right now, network members can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash beef. That's ziprecruiter.com slash beef. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And that's address again. ZipRecruiter.com slash beef slash beef slash beef Did somebody order beef? Oh my god, slash beef 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 So Bob Hmm how soon did you know that Tessa was the one? How to put it? In bovine ass veterinary, there is an extremely rare anal cyst um, known as a dermoid epididymal cyst. It's very peculiar. And you study it as an undergraduate, but normally you don't come across it. But it's famous within veterinary circles because when you do come across it for the first time in your career, you just know. And uh, that's what it was like with Tessa. Oh, Bob. You know, I laid my eyes on her and I thought, this is, she's my cyst. And when you, when you are training to be a vet and you do find one of those cysts, mm. what do you do? Ah, well, ironically, you actually have to put a ring on it. 
No way. You put a, a tight yeah. ring on it and you tighten it to strangulate the lesion um, so it falls off itself. You can't cut into it because it's full of uh, slightly acidic fluid uh, that would cause burning to the very sensitive anal skin. And so you found your, your cyst in Tessa and you thought, I've got to put a ring I'm on it. I've got to put a ring on that. <laughs> <laughs> but not not so so she strangulates and falls off but so that um yeah no. and tell me about the proposal tessa oh i i mean you know as a milkmaid you dream of somebody finally accepting you and it doesn't happen for a lot of milkmaids so um bob took me out into a field and it was surrounded by cows and he got down on one knee and he he just said i love you sorry it was just, it was, I've never, you know, I haven't been accepted like that. And it was really, really beautiful. You didn't think that was going to happen in your life, did you? I really didn't. I really didn't. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't think I would get hey, emotional hey, about no, it. Sorry. It's right. You know, as a milkmaid, it's, it's very, you know, men have a perception of you and they will do anything to try and keep you in that box. And it's, you have to constantly fight to get out of it. And um, you Bob, thought you were going to be left on the stool. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, that's the thing. People think that's it. We'll leave her there. What good is she once she's milked? Do we need her? And Bob has taught me to unyoke myself. Will we be hearing the pitter patter of tiny feet? Oh, yeah. We we talk about that, don't we? We do. Talk we want about it. um we want a big family, a working yes. family. Yeah. Well, I mean, we need. We've got a lot of. I've got mm. a lot of work to do, and so have you. So it'd be helpful to have people to, you know, give help her help Got little hands on teats. Yeah. That's the sound we want to hear. Yeah. Tiny hands on, on big teats. And perhaps, you know, we get to the day where my son can be a milkmaid mm. and my daughter can be an arse vet. You Do you know? think we'll see that that day? Oh, I, it's it's hard. Who am I? I'm just a milkmaid. So at least a generation away, isn't yeah, it? Let's maybe. hope that's all it is. But maybe it could be more. We can be part of that journey. How would you feel, Bob, seeing your son becoming a milkmaid? I, we've talked about this very carefully, yeah, haven't we? Absolutely. I would fully, fully support it. There wouldn't be any of that bullshit of, oh, do what you want, but I'd be disappointed. No, no, none of that. Just whatever whatever he chooses. Yeah, if that's what he wants to do. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know, I'll, I'll take him out and I'll buy him his first stool myself. Yeah. No problem. Now, you will know, and mm. some people have been quite cynical in the press about this, that the only reason you're getting married is because there's a competition on the Beacon <laughs> Counters app to win... <laughs> When you're waiting beef for the first couple that get married. And- I, we didn't even know about that competition. I mean, we knew, we didn't know about it. It's not, I mean... Yeah, it's uh, hate, haters are always going to hate, yes, aren't they? And I don't exactly. think that's actually been prompted Shake by us. So there's that couple in Northampton, isn't there, who have, they cynically tried to announce that yeah. they got in touch on Beef Encounters and they were going to get married before our date. And, and then it, yeah. it, 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 it turned out that, you know, one of them wasn't even working in the beef industry at all. Were Tom, they? They Tom were and Jessica, let's just call it plucker. out. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, It was a carrot picker. It's a carrot picker from Norfolk and we know that. Yeah. And that kind of attitude and the trolling that, you know, Jessica then tried to set up. I mean, she's a milkmaid. I'm for another maid to do this to me. They really went for us um, on social media, and it was really disappointing. But this is the thing: when you have success in your life, whatever yeah, it may be, exactly. whether it be people career to or in love, uh, people will people will do that too. So we're going to rise above that. Bob had slept um, with Jessica as well, which mm. made it, I think, that complicated things. I think I've got plenty to offer a woman because they got forty pence. They just acquire them. Yeah, they just acquire them. I don't know where or why. And then, uh, yeah, I got paper and pen, pen in the house if she wants to. If she wants to draw something. I don't know if women do women draw now nowadays. They do as children, do they? I remember little girls in school drawing, but I don't know if women. 
They're now built with mineral. Do they listen? I, I, well, I don't know. We can cross this bridge, you know, and we can do it. What I like to do is look at all maps. So she's willing to look at all maps. I mean, complete silence. And uh, I think we could be a right pair, you know, like a right good little pair. And two of us looking at all maps in silence. And then we'll shake hands. And then it was, and then, then again, Marley probably. You got my number. Um, so if, if you think that you can make an old man <laughs> very happy, then, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all the best now. Take care. God bless. Ta-da. <laughs> so, um, where's my invite? <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll it'll be in the post. You betcha. Yeah. Have you organised the wedding? We bits of yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting we? there. Yeah, we're getting there. My, the rings I've done. The yeah, Bob's done the ring. I have to keep I, um, that in the fridge, obviously, because it's it's rotting. I had so. to um, yeah separate uh, Siamese twin cows a few years ago, so I've had that um, very special anus in formaldehyde for a while now, yeah. and finally I've got a use for it. I've got a yeah, friend who's a, a jeweller ring, who's yeah. uh, gonna you know it was in the fridge now, but he's gonna come and uh, sort of slice that into two. What's well, so those cows were joined by the anus? By one single anus yeah. that we are now, that I've kept, we're going to separate that anus into two rings and then have them cast in uh, in Welsh gold. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. And I've obviously, yeah. I'm mm. very excited about about yeah. the dress and I'll, I'll be wearing the yoke. So I'm talking to designers about, you know, functioning that in. It's it's tricky. It's really tricky. Your bridesmaid was born just a couple of weeks ago, wasn't yes. she? A lovely, beautiful Jersey calf uh, that's going to accompany you up the aisle and then uh, we'll slaughter yeah. her afterwards and yes. uh, yeah. spit roast. And to be honest, the girls are working. I mean, my team, we are full time because you can imagine the amount of milk we're going to need for a wedding. Oh, man. Unbelievable. So we are just, <laughs> we are, you know, because obviously we had hydraulic, it would take us a day, but it's going to take us probably six months i think and and you're i hear anyway you're going to be going up the aisle with the two full pails wooden pails yes, of milk as mm. is traditional milkmaids always go up with a full bucket you don't want to get married with an empty bucket it's bad luck yeah obviously and you're given away by your own yoke yes aren't you? yeah my yoke is walking up the aisle yeah. um yeah. And, and, and obviously they are we said earlier they are calling you the harry and yes. megan <laughs> uh, of the beef and dairy world is the wedding going to match up There'll be a few differences and a few similarities. Yeah. I'm riding in on a cow. Not, I think she came in on a Rolls Royce, mm. and she's. So I'll be coming in on a cow. My, they they my, have their wedding night, don't they? In milkmaid, you know, uh, you know, yeah. agricultural circles, there's the, there's the cowpox embrace, and where yes. we 48 hours we embrace so that any pox is shared traditionally. It goes back hundreds of years. Yeah, so I then mean, Bob you haven't had cowpox for ages. But, you no, know. but Bob will get my immunity. Yeah. So it's a constant embrace for 48 hours. Mm. And then all the milkmaids cheer. And, um, and they're not, a bawdy bunch, aren't they? They are a bawdy bunch. Fair. They are quite you know, wild. Whatever the stereotypes are, they are a fun old gang. <laughs> they really are. You know, so they'll be cheering. Sure and then they chase through the village and they look for a man to attack and claim as their own. Which yeah. is, I know. So watch out. <laughs> see the girls. See the girls coming well, often through these you with days a yoke. It's a straw man, isn't it? But might, might do the real deal. We and, might do the real uh, deal. Yeah, as you know, it's traditional. You know, you chase down, find a man. He becomes a milkmaid. He has to live as a milkmaid for the rest of his life. So, yeah. I actually think I think the villagers are a bit excited about it. I think a few men will be walking a bit slowly that day. <laughs> <laughs> And will he be throwing the, the beef bouquet? Yes, of course. Yes. I'm actually having, because I'm modern, it's going to be a bacon and beef bouquet. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, she's inclusive, you see. Yeah. Okay, so we not, are... I'm, I just, I'm, I'm not we are, like that. We are, we are beef purists ourselves, but there is a small section of your family that, are bacon, that they do eat uh, pork. Yeah. And, you know, German. Yeah, and yeah. we this it's a, a largely a beef mince, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's a beef but mince we, bouquet, but the the outer say, leaves you know. are bacon, and 
you know, because we have experienced so much prejudice, we just want to be inclusive. Like it's just that Bob one said. token gesture, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's not. I'm not having any carrots. Like no, my no, God, no, no, I'm not no. mad. No, it, and the the, the 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 L word isn't going to be mentioned. Oh, uh, there's no, not, thank uh, you. Bar, bar bar, no, thank you very much. And if they try and storm the wedding, my milk girls will be after them. So watch yeah. out. And Bob, you're. Uh, us vets colleagues will no doubt be at the wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the stag uh, the night before, <laughs> and uh, they're they're a great gang. Actually, there won't actually be too many arse specialists there. There's Fred Gladding, who was my mentor back in the day, uh, who taught me the you know which end of an anus was which. Um, but there's I've got you know there's a, I've got a hoofmate, uh, a tongue specialist, uh, hide guy. Um, there's uh, there's a friend of mine called Susan who's been specialising in tails for a long time. We've worked together very closely, so it's not just lads, lads, lads. Um, but uh, yeah, that's going to be a pretty heavy duty night. You at all worried about the uh, the stag party, Tessa? No, I know Susan and Fred particularly very well, and they have they've been so supportive of this union and us getting together. And you know, this is wedding number. What is it, Bob? Seven. Seven for Bob. So they, yeah. they've been through it before. I think any mischief Bob has, has got way out of his system. <laughs> they'll, they'll gristle dunk me. They oh, they will gristle dunk me. You. But, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, but Please I can, don't come home full of gristle. But that's just because they can never believe how much gristle I can get down me. You know, oh, so... Yeah, it'll probably be the four-gallon drum this time, I expect. Yeah, well, he'll be downing six pints of whole milk as soon as he gets home. Yeah, it's the only yeah. way to deal with it. Well, yeah, maybe not. Milk, Bob, but, of course, uh, you've got to have six pints of milk. I, I keep I telling do, you this. I, do, I could do six pints of milk. I could do ten pints of gristle. Plus, what do you mean you couldn't do six pints of nothing? That's nothing. That's what you give to babies is six pints of whole milk. No, I know. Just because uh, you know, the volume is fine. It's just I'm not. You know, not, you know, I'm not that keen on milk. Sorry, what? I've told you that. You're no, comfortable you with that. Told me that. What do you mean? You're of course, not, I've told you that. What do you mean, my keen? I'm not massively keen on. Not massively keen milk. I like. Cheese, yogurt. I just milk, milk itself. I just find a bit. A bit what? Go on. A bit what? I do, is this a thickness to, uh, for a drink? Do you know? What? I actually like milkshake. Actually, if you push it a bit, milkshake thicker, is thicker than milk. Yeah. Well, how I, can you say milk is too a, thick? For what me, is it's wrong just with you? an uncomfortable. Who doesn't like milk? It's an uncomfortable halfway point for me. It's not. Is this about um, your mucus? No, it's not to do with I my. I told you the dairy is not affecting me. That is a lie against the dairy industry. I don't, it's not, I do prefer to have a bit of grapefruit juice for, to strip the mucus, but I, do, I, I told you about this, we've talked about this, sorry, I don't know, it's sorry, fine, sorry, it's fine. no, it's talk fine, about it's just, time probably, but I, don't, I don't know what we're going to drink at the wedding then, we have talked about we're drinking, it. everyone's literally drinking sparkling milk as soon bring, as we get married, that's fine, that's fine, they can drink, I was just, I was just what are you going to drink, some grapefruit gonna bring, juice, yeah, gonna you're going to toast your milk made bride with some grapefruit juice, Bob, that'll be refreshing for everybody, won't it? Fred was going to bring me some fizzy beef wine. So oh I thought I thought that'd be nice. It'd be an alternative. Wine milkmaid, can you imagine what the girls are going to well, say know. if I turn up with some fizzy so, beef wine? Hang on, so we can have bacon in in your in your beef bouquet we for your grandmother, who isn't even alive bacon, anymore. Three but we sheets. can't have fizzy beef wine. She was married to a bacon farmer who saved her life. Now I yeah. would not be here if it wasn't for Carl Nussberg. saved her life. God bless him. And I'm, I've told you I'm fine with having a bit of We're bacon. Three sheets. Bo- three sheets yeah. is not the and same. And I've said that's fine. So why can't in return I have a little bit of fizzy beef wine on the table? Two or three bottles. What's that? Two or three. It's gone from one glass to two or oh, three bottles. Oh, come on. Because I'm not the only one who's going to drink it. Who else is drinking fizzy beef wine? Susan. <gasps> well. I cannot. Sorry. Susan. 
She gets belchy if she has too much milk. You know that perfectly well. It's what we'll be drinking on the stag do, all right? Sorry, I'm really, I'm really, I'm actually going to need a minute. I'm actually going to just okay. go outside. Sorry. And just, yeah, just, so I just, yeah, just, we'll just leave her for a sec. Now, Bob, you were actually married to Susan for a while, weren't you? Briefly. Do you think this is what this is about? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. We've we've talked through all that. Well, this isn't going to go in the thing, is it? No. Is, um, yeah, brief, briefly, briefly, 12, 12 years, 12 and a half. Kids? Um, a couple of kids, but I haven't actually got around to telling Tessa about that yet because they're big now. They've grown up. Uh, one's in South Africa. Um, the other one's in uh, prison in Florida. Anyway, so, uh, oh, here we go. Is that, do I need to? Sorry about that. Okay. No, that's okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Because emotions to... can come to the <clears throat> surface around weddings, can't they? It's, yeah, they right. really can. I just um, I just text the girls. So, Susan, right. better watch her back. Oh, come on. She's on the stag do. She counts as a man. Okay. Also, Maria's just texted me to say you're back on Beef Encounter. She said she just matched with you. No, I just... You well, okay. Well, pro- Bob, have you not taken? Off I your thought pro- I had. It's probably just a direct you debit thing. Or- you had. No, I. Wait, I don't. Married in like. I'm not on it. Months. The app's not on my phone. I promise. I'll show you. Okay. Yeah. So it was just what in that. What is that? Is that a text from Susan? Yeah, but I didn't know it was there. It's just in the third page Why is of app. So it's, not, it's just Why there with the, emojis, the weather Bob? one and with wallet. I didn't. I didn't. That is a lot of hearts. But it's, it's probably just a virus or something. Look, I'll I'll, I'll delete it now. I don't. It's just an uh, oversight. Well, it's been it's been such a, a pleasure mm, talking to you, you. To, to meet a couple so obviously in love. And mm. um, thank you. When do we get the beef? Uh, I think you get the beef the, the night of your wedding. Right. The beef is the so you, night of a wedding. Think about that. So, an absolute pleasure it. talking to you, Thanks. and uh, best thank of luck. You. And thank you. Um, thank you. I look forward to coming to the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for um, the invite. Yeah. And just if, if there's anyone out there who's thinking about joining Beef Encounters, do you have any words of... Yeah, just put, maybe think think very hard, long and hard about they what you want. should. Think long and hard about what you want and whether you are willing to be honest. Look, can we just go and get a brisket or something and have a chat? If you drink some milk with me, then yeah. All right, skimmed. You know that's not just milk. The full you know it's not milk, thick. it's water. Just, can it at least it's be pasteurised for fuck's sake? A big thanks to Tessa and Bob for that interview. Since I met them, they have informed me that their wedding has been postponed. And so that offer still remains. You'll wait in beef for the first couple from the app to get married. It could be you. As for me, I, of course, will never marry a woman or man, for I I am already married to the most loyal partner a person could ask for. A partner who's always there for me, who sees me for who I really am. A partner who was there before I was born and will be there long after I die. A partner who knows my secrets and keeps no secrets from me. Who isn't afraid of anything. Who always knows what I need. My first thought every morning and my final thought at night. Sure, I've never said I do at an altar. I've never got in a fancy car with a flower in my buttonhole. I've never cut a cake, made a speech. But I am married. I am. I'm married to be.
Let's count the meats. How many meats are there in the universe? One. Two. Three. Let's count the meats. How many meats are there in the How many meats are there in the universe? Four. One, back, two, plumb, three, four, four, hits again. Five. Fifth So, that's all we've got time for this month. But if you're after more beef and dairy news, get over to our website now, where you'll find all the usual stuff, as well as a guide to the new breeds of cow coming out of the emerging economies of the Far East, and our off-topic section, where this month, Matt LeBlanc tells us about five times he met someone and he thought he hadn't met them before, but actually he had. So, until next time, beef out. Thanks to Mike Wozniak, Carrie Ad Lloyd, Mark Turetsky and Ellis James. Hello, thank you for listening to the podcast. Now, if you live in London or somewhere near enough that you could travel there to watch a live podcast recording, then we are doing one. We're doing the London Podcast Festival. Uh, it's on the 16th of September at 2pm, that's a Sunday, and it's taking place at King's Place in King's Cross. Tickets are available from the King's Place website. Um, just search for King's Place on Google or search for London Podcast Festival, or I'll put a link uh, on our Twitter and Facebook. And if you have trouble, send us an email at beefanddairynetwork at gmail.com. Tickets are £12.50 and we've been there the past two years and we've sold out both times. So if you definitely want to come, make sure you get your tickets sooner rather than later. And they always tend to be uh, fun shows. So it'd be great to see you there. All right. Bye. Fairhaven's a city in a bubble, an actual bubble. It keeps the monsters out. Most of them, anyway. I never liked the look of movies on Blu-ray. For my money, Betamax is the superior format. I'm thinking of deleting Facebook and going back to MySpace. As far as beverages go, I'm just kind of over water. Though I guess at any given party, you're going to meet some dudes like that. Even if you're not in the middle of a nightmarish wasteland. Bubble. The sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. Hey everybody, Hal Lublin and Mark Gagliardi from We Got This here to talk about our upcoming live shows. Why don't you tell everybody the details about our show in Philadelphia? Sure. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go down to Philadelphia Improv Theater, okay? You're going to do it on Saturday, June 23rd, okay? There are two shows. One is 5 o'clock show. There's an 8 o'clock show. At 8 o'clock show, you can get a VIP ticket and hang out with us at 7 p.m. for like a whole hour. We'll sign something for you. You can hang out. You can talk to us. And then come see a show. Both shows are going to be completely different now. Both shows? Both shows are going to be different. Here's I sounded the, like a British actor trying to do a Philadelphia accent. Yeah. You, you can look up Philadelphia Podcast Festival. You can look that up and get tickets there. Or you can go to Philadelphia Improv Theater to the Fit Theater, P-H-I-T, uh, and you can get tickets there. Or you can just go direct at bit.ly forward slash we got philly 2018 that's w-e-g-o-t p-h-i-l-l-y 2018
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.